T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This next sentence that I am about to utter is not something that you hear very often in the news. The monthly opioid overdose death rate fell by 30% in Pennsylvania counties that implemented a novel community-focused strategy developed by University of Pittsburgh researchers. That's according to a new study published today in the Journal of Studies on Alcohol and Drugs. And kind enough to join us today is a woman who is the driving force behind this and the one whose work was published. Dr. Janice Pringle is kind enough to join us. Dr. Pringle, thank you very much for being on KDK. How are you? I'm doing well, and thank you very much for having me today. So what you're looking at is the implementation of the Pennsylvania Opioid Overdose Reduction Technical Assistance Center. They call it ORTAC for short. It's a strategy that's put in place that basically is looking at this area and saying that it's not only cost effective, but that it's something that is based in and through our communities and an approach that is community led. And you're saying that it reduced and it eliminated or prevented 1,818 opioid related deaths over two years. How did it do that? That's what everybody wants to know. Um, well, we were able to pull together coalitions in the counties that worked with us that were involving individuals that weren't necessarily the folks that typically would address this problem. So we had folks from behavioral health and from public health, but we also had folks from emergency departments, first responders, in some case district attorneys, police, um, and other judiciary and other entities within the um, counties coming together to be able to work towards a common vision of trying to reduce and eliminate overdoses. And then we used a process that we have used at um, Pitt Peru, that's the name of our group at Pitt, um, to be able to implement things within organizations. We wanted to see could we implement this in, in communities. Um, and that process worked, evidenced by this paper, that you would actually look at the data in those communities to try to determine where the hotspots are, what the needs were in terms of what needed to be implemented, and then support them in the implementation and then demonstrate that it was effective or how you needed to improve or lessons learned and keep moving through a process of ticking off what this community needed to do to be able to reduce or eliminate overdoses. PERU is an acronym which stands for Program Evaluation and Research Unit, part of the Pitt School of Pharmacy. And Dr. Pringle Correct. is joining us to talk a little bit more about that. So what exactly, after you get these stakeholders together, the behavioral health, all the people from the DA's office, first responders, police, et cetera, after you get them together, what do they do? What did they do so successfully? Well, the first thing you do is you get them to come up with a vision that they can all agree to. And the vision is typically one in which no one would argue, which is either to uh, reduce 
significantly overdoses or to eliminate them. And that particular vision is one that it doesn't matter where you stand in this issue in terms of your view of substance use disorder, most people would agree is a vision we want to be part of. So that's the first step is you get folks to agree to a vision. They formally actually write a vision statement and they agree to adopt that vision. And then you have them identify who will lead that coalition and that's also important. And then the next step was to actually start to gather information to figure out what's going on in their community that would support what it is they needed to do to reduce or eliminate overdoses. So where did you start? As you were trying to sort of put this together, whether it's for a beta test or whatever whatever it is that you call it, where did you start and, and what were the areas where you were working to, to come up with how well this worked? Well, we started by um, putting together this process that we had used in organizations and had seen that we could implement things in organizations that people felt we could not implement. And we also had very good outcomes and were able to publish very good outcomes. So we started by documenting that process and documenting how we were going to work with these communities. And then using that as our sort of our roadmap in terms of how we would move forward and, and being able to ourselves understand how we would do the next step, the next step, and the next step. So that was our first step towards moving in this direction. The next was um, what I just mentioned, and then doing this needs assessment or this, um, there's different words that they use where you actually gather the information and you, you look to see where overdoses are occurring, where individuals are dying, where they lived, um, what the drugs were that were involved, et cetera. And you begin to put a needs assessment together based on what you know the evidence says are ways to reduce or eliminate overdoses based on that information. So that's the first step. Now, the, the putting together the coalitions, is it, it's, it's a lot more complex than just asking people to come to the table. Mm-hmm. You have to kind of leverage different people having different kinds of authority and credibility in that community, inviting other people to come to the table until you have a group of individuals that represent the different parts of the community that are going to need to respond and work together. So that we would help the communities also bring these coalitions together, knowing that in the absence of having the police and the first responders and sometimes the emergency departments, you would only get a limited response if you focused only on the behavioral health providers or some of the public health um, initiatives that were going on in the community. So that's that's how we sort of took it step by step. How do you... Go ahead, I'm sorry. How do you come up with the number of prevented overdose deaths? How do you quantify that number? Okay, so what they did is they compared the number of overdose deaths that were in the areas in which we worked, looked at the amount of activity we had in those areas so that we could actually look at the dose of our impact and then looked at a comparison counties in which we were not part of it, controlling for some of the differences that might be related to the development of overdoses, and then found that if you did this, you could attribute um, the change to what we had done, which was um, the initiative we had implemented. I love the line where you said, as you were talking about this research, that basically if what we're talking about this crisis as being a tree, 
we're not taking this down with a thousand steak knives. Instead, it's got to be people on a chainsaw, 67 of them, all the counties in Pennsylvania. So, I mean, it really has to be then really a community effort that is a Commonwealth-wide effort, doesn't it? It does. And agreeing to a common vision. And then also the entity we had where we, you know, we don't stand in any political um, you know, component one, you know, in any way, right. having us come in and try to help organize and manage the energy of that coalition and that community so we could keep it on track and moving forward. Because as you know, when you're dealing with these folks, there are past issues. There's folks you work well with and folks you don't work well with. And our job was to keep folks moving forward. So that was another important part of this. If you just turned around and gave the money to the communities, it tends to go in the paths that they're most comfortable with. Right. So having it, someone saying, no, you've got to bring it in and, and let's help you. Let's help you figure this out. You're absolutely right. There, the, the important point I want to get across is that and also that if we're going to make a difference with this issue or any public health issue or even health issue, we really, the communities need to start taking responsibility for the health of the individuals within their community. It's not going to come from one system, one approach, uh, one silo. It's going to come across the community deciding to work together. Dr. Janice Springle joining us here on KDKA. Congratulations on the research that was done on the publication in the Journal of Studies on Alcohol and Drugs and for the inroads that you have already started to make. Thank you for being here, Dr. Pringle. Oh, thank you very much for your time. I appreciate it. Yeah, again, this is work that is being done, the Program Evaluation and Research Unit, Peru, at the Pitt School of Pharmacy, where Dr. Janice Pringle is not only the senior author of this particular study, but professor of pharmacy and therapeutics. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.